I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is our. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. Welcome to episode 99 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, blue belt, four stripes. Phil Kors, A2, blue belt, four stripes. Uh, Gordon Ryan update. Yes. He's fighting Luis Panza. I have no idea who Luis Never Panza is. Um, it, it, May 28th and who's number one uh, on flow grappling. Mm-hmm. And then in August... Is his first grappling match on the one championship, uh, and I think I probably made this match because he wrote um, Gordon Ryan posted. Who would you like me to see? Who would you like me to, to, to see me grapple mm-hmm. in one? And I said Aoki. Is he an MMA fighter? Yeah, yeah, oh, Aoki okay. is. Yeah. It, because he's probably one of the better grapplers in one championship. Yeah. So I, I, I'm pretty much taking credit for that. It's fair. Yeah. I mean, there was a thousand other people on there that said other things and maybe a few more that said Ayuki, but I'm pretty sure if we check the records, I was first. Mm-hmm. So that's in August. Right. You didn't cover any of the relevant stuff. Huh? You didn't cover any of the relevant Gordon Ryan stuff that's happened. Like what? Yeah, the half guard DVD come out, uh, ADCC 2017 DVD come out, a DVD I'm putting out DVDs, and he is also <laughs> DVD I'm putting. He was on it Joe looks Rogan. like they're reaching now. He's putting a DVD out on putting out DVDs. I mean, I really like it. I don't think it's worth that amount of money. Um, what? But you've always got to take it that it's going to be fifty percent of whatever amount of money that it is, because at some point in time it's going to be fifty percent yeah. off. But. 50% of the DVD is for you and 50% is for your partner. The, uh, um, the, I like in his, at the end of them, he'll have like rolling footage, which I'm assuming is very similar to the um, ADCC stuff. And he can really talk a lot in those. So I'm sure like there's a lot of information in it. Mm-hmm. Um Wait, on the 2017 ADCC, was that just, is he just breaking down the matches or is he, or is that the, like the video that from 2019 that didn't come out because Kynan and all those guys didn't want them to be seen getting their ass kicked by Gordon Ryan? Uh, It says 2017 ADCC. So it's like it. He's breaking down whatever he's doing. I'm assuming it's only matches from that, that year's tournament. And he. It probably is the more interesting one than his newer one because he's had more time to advance in four years, you know, and kind of look back mm-hmm. at that mm-hmm. one. And there's probably a huge difference um, for like, wow, you can really break down of what he did that worked. But what would have been better, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. is most of the DVD there. Yeah. And so I'm sure it's cool to watch, but like, I, I don't think it's I don't know, man. I like that. I like that idea. I mean, I do too, but it's not, to me, that's not worth the same as How like, much is it? 
probably 250 bucks. What? I'm assuming because that's what they all cost. So $125. Yeah, plus the daily deal. And then like Mother's Day <laughs> or Father's Day or Thanksgiving, whatever it is. <laughs> I feel like if you'd put a National number code in there, it would yeah. work, whatever it was. Coupon 30. It's, they're always the same. <laughs> I'm going to do coupon 80. Ooh, it's worth a shot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, also, Gordon Ryan was on Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I said that right, or did I not say that? No, that think. one was good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I think I feel like if you're a Gordon Ryan fan and you didn't really learn much, other than how much he makes off of his instructionals in the past yeah, year, you knew it was over a million because he posted that on Instagram. It's two million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was two million off. I'm like, damn. Yeah, that's the fastest way to make it's money. Cheddar. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm glad. Yeah, seminars seem like a hard way to make money because you just can't like move around fast enough. But dude, that seminar that I went down, um, uh, Gibson Saul's place down in South Carolina, the, it, it was, there was probably 250 people there and it was like 90 bucks for the seminar. So quick. Yeah, but that can't make them any money. 25,000 like, bucks. It's 25,000 bucks for three hours. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, but if he does, you know, I mean, it's not my fee. Figure, I mean, I charge a little more, but right, yeah. right. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's, that's not that's, bad. Twenty five grand. I mean, you figure like uh, uh, Craig Jones did 12, 12 um, seminars like in twelve days. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's two hundred thousand dollars, or that's three hundred thousand dollars. Sorry, there's a sorry, Schluty, yeah. messed up that well, math I mean, for you. Yeah, but. Again, and like, that's 12 days yeah. of doing something you're going to be doing anyway for three hours. I mean, I'm not obviously like that would be great. That's a lot of money. But like the DVDs is the way that you do it. You put your 100 hours into making whatever, however long it takes him to make it. And then he sells it well, for the, the next 25 years. Hours, so it's going to take more than 100 hours to, right. yeah, <laughs> to yeah. make it. You sell that for the next 100 years to... 25,000 people, you know? Yeah, yeah, no. That's, I, I mean, that's the, the way. Yeah, that the, he's the instructionals make all are the way to go for sure. I mean, it's the most bang for your buck, obviously. But the seminars and the competitions are just as promotions. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And a side benefit of decent money, you know? Yeah. Not, not for the matches, but. Yeah, not for me. Like, right. That's nowhere near what I'm what pulling in these days, but. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm excited. I really, I wish I would have done a little homework on Luis Panza because I don't feel like we're giving him his, his due. I'm, I feel like he's probably really good. Uh, I think he is he's a Nogi World Champion. He's going to get by a top pin, so it doesn't matter. Agreed. Until that DVD comes out. Yes. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. I do like that he confirmed my theory that was becoming pretty obvious over he time. He did. He that, did. Yeah, he's like, I just do the moves that are coming out of the next DVD. <laughs> Which is we cool. knew it. It's starting to seem it. that way. We talked yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. They, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant marketing team, strategy. And their team does that around whatever their current like the positional escapes has been a big deal. Gary Tony made the DVD a while back. Yeah. That became one and now Donahurst got his out. So that's their whole their whole post. And let's talk about that, because I love that um I love that mentality of of 
unconventional domination is what he calls it, right? It's it's the dominating by not being able Lex to be Friedman submitted. That's what Lex Friedman called it. Oh, was it? Lex Friedman was, was it Lex went, Friedman? Yeah, oh, that's right. Don, Donner was on Lex Friedman. He, that's where we got Donner pointed out that he was very fascinated with the domination everywhere. He kept using that word. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was another podcast. If you haven't listened to it, it's yeah. Lex Friedman's podcast, which I'm a fan of because um, I'm also Fantastic podcast. a brilliant AI guy. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm up there a on the it's brain way level. Over my head, but yeah. Not mine. Me and Lex are about <laughs> the same. So he has a really good podcast that I like. Um, and Donaher was on it, the most recent one. So if you have a spare, like four hours. Um, it, it is three hours and 27 minutes. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's, it I, was fantastic. I, I, listened, I listened to it in two different uh, sittings. Um, it's impressive. I did more than that. Yeah, it was two different. It was two different sittings. And uh, um. I think it's I think it's just fascinating. I think it's fascinating. A the unconventional domination to be able to dominate by not l- allowing your uh, training partner or your competitor to submit you. That that's the first thing. But so you feel like you said that weird. What he's saying is um, when you say not allowing him to, to submit him. Yeah. Like his point was like no matter how deep the submission gets, you're always going to be able to escape. Yes. So. I feel like that could have been taken two different ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's very similar to my game is what I look at it. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. <laughs> I totally agree. Zero percent. Uh, uh, um, but I particularly enjoyed that. And then, you know, being dangerous off of the, uh, off of whatever counter and escape that you're, you're doing immediately going into an attack. Yeah. That's something I've been working on recently is like trying to, uh, like escape and then right off the escape immediately transfer into a submission. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I think that's the way to go. Don't have it from all the positions yet, but looking for it all the time. So I was kidding because I gave you a really hard time right after watching the Gary Tonin video about you saying that. So I thought I was going to get some pushback there. No, but I didn't, didn't no, get it. I knew, I knew, I knew there was sarcasm afoot. All right. You've been trying to argue gonna, with me all day I'm long. I have to get better Phil. with my setups. All day uh, long. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like your jujitsu. I know. I your know. setups are trash. I got to hide them. <laughs> I got to hide them better. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a, I thought it was a cool way to look at it. Cause like when you're, training with like a new person and I mean, I think John said it on here or in class or whatever, but when he was talking and I have more, he said, I have more confidence in the worst position than you're going to have in the best position. Mm-hmm. And that always stuck out. And it's like, yeah, if you're mm-hmm. calm and you know, work your way out. Yeah, for sure. No, put yourself in bad positions. That's what, I mean, that's where you should be. That's where, you know, and, and, Put yourself in the worst positions with the people who are the worst mm-hmm. white belts so that you can you can see a way out of it. You can practice your way out of it and then move it up the chain, you know, move it up the chain and, and make sure that it works. Make sure that, you know, whatever it is that you're doing is not garbage. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe start up the chain work and then work down like. Yeah. Okay. Like work it with somebody to get an idea. I guess if you have an idea of what you're trying to do, you can start that way. Um, I don't think so. I think that, I don't know. I think it's just like, so. So I guess what I'm personally thinking is like, if I got a new person and I'm like giving them my arm all the way, you know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah, no, I, know. I want yeah, to see I how that. they react to that because sometimes that could be exciting. Yeah, you really want to take it. Yeah, you know? that's so true. like there's a the balance there, I guess, and then coming it's, back to like who you're they can't training be horrible. with. Like you know, you get some of that experience. Like it can't be the first armbar ever, you know, because yeah. then they really want it, right? You know, so like if I'm True. trying to play a, a fine line game here, and well, armbars are different though. I feel like joint locks are different in that respect. Like I'll let anybody try to choke me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm not gonna let everybody. Well, that's not true. I do. That's wrong. Well, so I, I mean, that's like the fine line. And I guess I kind of like let anybody. So if I start arm, with with yeah. people who are more experienced and yeah. and see how they're, um, <laughs> I let them submit me. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> but like you see what they're doing because you're getting yeah, caught yeah. in those sum- submissions. So then you're working trying to figure out how to get out of it. Ask them. Yeah. How to get out of it. And then you start working escapes and then you kind of, uh, allow a newer person to get into that. I think it just comes back to trust. Like, you know, it's gotta be somebody who's been around for a minute that, yeah, but obviously you have to start with somebody who you're going to escape from yeah, in order to figure out and make yeah. it better. Yeah. But then let's, I mean, that kind of transitions transitions us into our other topic, which is the way of learning and, and, um, Donaher was, this was what Donaher was talking with Lex Friedman about. And that was, uh, the people who are good at jujitsu learn from a top down approach, chasing submissions, different positions. Whereas whenever you're first learning, whenever you're a white belt, it's a bottom up approach, meaning defending first. I took that as if that was like on a personal level from him. So yeah, but it's the way he, it's the way he thinks people should learn. mm -hmm. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, like I was talking to, uh, Sambo Steve today, you know, he's, I think he's got two stripes on his white belt. Right. And so I was talking to him today and, and he was, you know, he was talking about, you know, he was doing better getting escapes and he was, he was talking about watching the Don her stuff. I'm like, okay, good. Uh, but, but he was talking about getting better escapes. He says, but he, is he still really clunky passing? I'm like, yeah, of course. Cause you're not going to be a good passer yet. You're, you're mostly in defensive positions mm-hmm. yeah, and he's a bigger guy. So he can probably pay top on a lot of people. It's not out of control or anything like that. He just, he's a, a bigger guy. And, um, and I, I kind of took him th- through it in, in that, you know, whenever you're, you're first. And by the way, folks, we don't know anything about anything. All I know about is what I hear. Like people who are really good at jujitsu, like John Donner mm-hmm. are saying. So this isn't my advice. Cause I'm not that smart to think of these things, but, but what he was saying was start in those defensive positions so that you build a solid defense so that you don't feel bad if you lose position whenever you're trying to to do attacks. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not in a compromised position because you already have been there and worked on that. You know, but I think I think it's more difficult than that, right? Because I think that those things switch, right? So that you'd said before, like you didn't have a choice. Defending was the first thing you had to learn, right? Yeah. There's, that's like what I was about to interject is like, it, it didn't matter. Like I could have 
been drilling stuff from the back all day long. And you weren't going to get there. <laughs> like when I started rolling, I was, I was bottom side control. Yeah. You know? And then like the only saving grace is the close guard. So like mm-hmm. it's naturally going to work itself out that way. That like new people and For then some the smaller people. you get. Not really. It's, okay. I mean, depending. For the majority of people, let's say. Yeah. It's going to come down to experience and then like size and personality are going to be the next things. Like, when the person's, when two people that are both brand new or equal skill level are both determined to be on top, if one has 50 pounds, the bigger one's probably going to push the other one over. Correct. You know? So, um, that bottom is going to be where you're going to start. So you may as well, not may as well, like you're going to figure out what to do there. Cause that's where you're going to be. Um, and I could have drilled you know, chokes from the back all day long and it wouldn't have mattered because if I can't get there, you know, that's not where you're starting. So being, but on the other hand, I also understand what he's saying. Like you can't really only just focus on that because nobody's going to do that. Like it's not that fun, you know, like Mm. that's, that's Mm -hmm. not the exciting part of the sport. It's super necessary and it's, has its uh place like but dude like imagine only doing that it'd be like really hard because then you don't know what to do i guess all the other side of it is you don't know what to do when you get out like you get on top and you're just like all right now what yeah you know i guess that issue too um but if you can't be held down you you have the freedom which is what i've been talking about Mm -hmm. that i feel like has come up a lot more often now that i'm uh, a lot more trying to be a lot more relaxed rolling lazy or whatever you want to call it is like I'm trying to play with a guard it's terrible people are going to pass and but I've been trying to escape earlier and not explain your philosophy tired of losing that's right one or the other not both yeah <laughs> It's a great philosophy. I think I think it's up there with the the geniuses, and that was a Phil original. Yeah, but but it's and that's helped with like sometimes people are working really hard on doing a pass, and then they like a newer person has just totally let go and backed out. And I I remember John like watched me do something like that once and was like, "If you work that hard, you gotta like." keep going. You got to do something. Like, man. Don't work that hard and then pull guard. Cause that's basically what I did. Like I fought and fought and fought for a pass. And then after, uh, I don't know, 30, 45 seconds of fighting hard, I just kind of accepted a, a sweep or something and just took bottom position and like locked up the bottom and locked up guard. And he's like, mm, yeah, you know, like there's only so much you get to use and that's Almost what I'm trying to, so much gas in the tank, especially right now. I'm trying to pass <laughs> trying to pass along to other people is like you do have to pick your spots on when you're going to work hard don't don't blow it for nothing um so you're tired or losing yeah no feels, i think i think feels, it's fantastic advice feels bad to like do everything you can and still be stuck yeah you know and then the opportunity arises and you're like ah, i can't do anything <laughs> yeah no you're right man you're right and I guess that has, you know, it has its time and place in a competition or in a like self-defense 
street scenario. fight scenario, mm-hmm. like when you can't really allow anyone to be on top of you, obviously that's a little bit different, but for sure in your skill development thing, I think you're a little bit better off trying to find your spots, find your timing and just figure out framing and other stuff. Yeah. And, and I like how he put to 80, what was it? 80% of, of your learning comes from how you learned for the last three years and 20% comes from how you've, what you've learned in the last three weeks. I think that's what he said. Mm. Wasn't that, is that right? Mm. Wasn't? No. Three weeks is way too short and I think it's backwards. Was it three months? I think it was three or six months and I think you flipped those numbers. Did I? I don't. Okay. Well, it made sense to me at the time, whatever it was. Yeah. I feel like I'm right here. I feel no. like I'm right. Might be three months though, not three weeks. I think you're backwards. I think his point was a majority of like your current game is going to be the stuff you've been doing for the last three to six months. And that, the rest of it's what you've been working on for he the last right. three years where you, you're filling he in gaps right. with like autopilot stuff and yeah. you're forcing like, like if you're working on the Kimura like that's going to be the majority of your game and the mm-hmm. rest is your autopilot stuff. Yeah. That was how I took what you said. I thought it made sense when you said it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it did too. And this is good news that he said in combat sports, it really only takes five years to master a discipline. So I'm you're a, running out I'm of time a, Four years, you're, two months. I mean, you're running out of months, time. I'll have this shit mastered, man. I think I look at that differently. <laughs> I think so too. I think you had an opportunity <laughs> and you squandered it. I think so. I think, okay. If we start the clock now, yeah. <laughs> he said any five year period. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. I mean, he's right. He did give really good examples of, you know, Mike Tyson from the time he was 13 to 18, Gordon Ryan from the time he was 17 to 22, you know, I, he gave really good examples, but mm-hmm. just not that. I think that's for professional people or professionals doing that, you know? I, yeah. I think it's, I think his point was it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agree. Not common. I hope it's not common. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, my progression is very disappointing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it is. And it is. Um, but uh, it's that circle of the more you figure out, the more you're seeing you don't understand or, or can't do anything about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It arises. But then again, you know what? It's like, it's like the more you figure out too, the, the better, the better you're getting at the really small detail stuff. That's what I find is I'm getting better at the fine detail stuff, which is hard. It's not discernible in a role. A lot of times, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think that's, I think that's, uh, it's, in, it's important, but I think that that's oftentimes overlooked, uh, when people are focusing on details. Uh, it, not something I did for a very long time either. I didn't, I never really focused on the details. So let's, that kind of transitions this into a, our drilling. We love talking about this. Topic. Well, there was actually another thing that he pointed out uh, that I've been trying to express for a long time is that like you get really focused on the details all the time and it's impossible to remember those in live situations. So if you just have the general guidelines, you know, it's an easier way to, to think about things. 
he pointed that out in the, the podcast too. And I tend to agree with it. So you're saying concepts over details? Heuristics. Heuristics. Yeah. That is that is the largest AI word that he used. Holy God, those guys are so smart. Um, <laughs> heuristics. I like well, that. I mean, I think it's easier too. And the more time I spend around kids where I'm like, um, and like fight for grips. And then people are like, uh, you know, or like break the grip. I'm like, don't let them grab you. That's easier, yes. you know, like it's I, easier th- principle. the more time I spend around kids, the easier I feel like I have a, just making it so simple. Cause it really is simple. Like mm-hmm. that's what grip fighting, like don't let them grab you. Yeah. And like, I'll do it once, but that second time he really wants it. He can yeah, have it. He's, you know? he's, he's after it. So he's let pretty, me just let him have he's it. He's pretty insistent. I'm going to let him take it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the. That's what, I don't know. The kid stuff is funny because most of it can just be really broken down. Uh, and Terry, Terry had me roll with a couple of them yesterday. And it's so funny to watch how good some of them are if you're really trying not to use any, any muscle at all. And it's like, if they get there first and they get it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I mean, one of them put me in that position. I like to do all the time from that, like side control back kind of Kimura type position, mm-hmm. like right away. And like, transferred over to an arm bar and like the only reason they didn't get it is because i'm sitting waiting to, to like block the leg, the leg you know over, yeah. but like if i really put no muscle at all like mm-hmm. they have it they have it and i'm not i'm not even tense sure sure and how good some of them are man after mm-hmm. well they a lot learn a lot that, better they're a lot closer to that five-year mastery than i am for sure know? i feel like they got totally the edge agree. on that one totally agree well i mean you know what they it's it's been proven younger brains are better at learning i mean that's that is that is proven mm-hmm. so you know it it makes sense it makes sense that you're going to absorb that at a quicker rate is it because they're always learning and they're more open to it yeah 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 keeping that learning mindset yeah no that's good is it just because they're younger or is it because that they're always learning and they're always listening to what people say no, it's their mind. The, it's their development of their mind. That's what makes them. That that's what those neural pathways are still being developed. That's what makes them be able to digest more and mm-hmm. learn more than than me, who has a you know fully developed. Well, mm-hmm. arguably, <laughs> arguably fully de- <laughs> fully de- developed cerebral cortex. Uh, <laughs> Uh, after 25, you're supposed to have a fully developed cerebral cortex. Let's just say that. Okay. Um, so that, that that's, you have to be really conscious. I mean, I think, I think that's not, you know, obviously some people are better learners and I feel like martial arts in general and, a, and especially jujitsu makes you a better learner. Like it, it's made me a better learner. It's made me a better learner in business and, 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 um, that learning mindset, it, 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 it doesn't shut off with jujitsu. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it does transition your, your, or hopefully it transitions your mindset to stay that way. I mean, George St. Pierre was on Lex Friedman and Joe Rogan, and, mm-hmm. and he was talking about that learning mindset. And I think he's a great example of it because he's very unconventional and kind of his training tactics. I've been following him on Instagram lately and he does crazy stuff. He does, you know, gymnastics stuff. He, you know, he's doing flips on a football field, you know, it's, it's kind of wild, but you know, always, always learning and always seeking knowledge from the best. 
think that's yeah, he's a process guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure he is. For sure he is, and I think you have to be. I mean, if you're going to get good at martial arts, something that takes a long time to get good at, you mm-hmm. have to be. You have to be a process person. So I was. We've gone back and forth. I was more of a detail person because I just had no idea what to do. So what were you going to say about the details? Because I cut you off there. Oh, no. I think my the illustration, my point is that that, that the more I, I've been working on details and, and specifically working on the stuff that, that um, Steve offered as areas of improvement for me, the, the more I've been working on that, the better the better finishing the better finishing right but the better my techniques have been all together you Mm -hmm. know whenever whenever you're like okay i you know whenever i'm trying to get this collar i'm really trying to i'm really trying to feed and i'm really trying to go under the neck and and those things they make your jujitsu better and so it's something that i didn't concentrate on i never really concentrated on Mm -hmm. and now i am and i I don't, I think everything comes around in the time that you need it to, you know what I mean? Maybe I just wasn't ready for that level of detail yet where I am now. Uh, and I think, I think it just, I think those, those small details mean a lot more than we give them credit for Mm -hmm. or that I gave them credit for. I don't know about everybody else. I mean, everybody else might be like, Oh yeah, that's really very important obviously on a lot of the stuff on details with chokes and different things the details are very important and uh you know i think i'm just i'm just fully realizing that is what i was trying to express Mm -hmm. yeah i think different details matter to different people because everybody has the things that they struggle with yeah yeah But I think hearing those details in a different manner, you know, is important too, you know, because I don't know. I think it's just important to hear it from, from different perspectives whenever you're talking about the details, because maybe you just don't get that in that particular lesson, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think there's things that are taught different ways, like a lot of things are shown that aren't necessarily like um, come up a lot in a role and, Mm -hmm. but they have a lot of value if you practice it. Mm -hmm. And then there's things that show up like the, like the bread cutter choke came up in like a kid's class the other day. And Mm -hmm. it's like, you're speaking Chinese to like set that up. But like, if you just let them move around for 30 seconds, they're going to end up in that position. Like somebody's mm-hmm. going to stick their arm through, you know? Yeah. You're right. I don't know. And then the, like different stuff has to be the levels of, um, defense or skill or whatever. Like some things are just going to work. Mm-hmm. Cause they just, they're not doing anything. And then like other things, if you don't do it this specific way, like it's never going to work on somebody good, but like, you can't understand that until 
like these other five pieces of information all line up in my brain and I don't have the first four. So this fifth piece isn't making sense. Like why I have to do it this way right now. Yeah. No, you I know? get it. I mean, like, there's a lot just, of stuff like that. Th- yeah. Like the stuff that I don't know that I don't know yet, like it's yep. being explained. So it's like, I'm trying to question it along the way while also not questioning everything because like, if you're doing it this way, I know you're doing it this way for a reason. I can't see it, mm-hmm. but I, I know there's a reason. Like, you're not, you're not doing there's it. always a reason, right? It's like John not, always has an explanation like doing if he's for, doing something. Yeah, so like a I ask, certain way, and I ask about it, and like I I get the answer, but I don't get the answer. Yeah, yeah. Like I understand. You know, it's like you're explaining it to me, but I'm not understanding. Mm-hmm. Um. And I can't understand until these other puzzle pieces get filled in in my brain. And then that one becomes painfully obvious. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. so you just have to hold on to the elbow. Mm. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) It all comes down to the elbow. But like that wasn't making any sense to me at all. And like, so, and I always use this example with people as they're like trying to figure out the Kimura now. And I'm like, yeah. So what he's saying is you need the elbow. Yeah. That's it. Like it all comes down to that. Whatever you have to do, you figure out where your hands and things need to go. You don't let that touch the floor. You don't let that leave, Mm -hmm. you know, keep it close to your body. Yes. Yeah. That doesn't help me. That doesn't doesn't help help me me the most. No, that doesn't help. Keep it close to the body was what helped me most. Like I, I feel like a lot of times I, and it's so funny because it's the opposite of what I always said I wanted. Like I always wanted all the details. And like right now I'm like, just tell me I need to keep the elbow. Okay. I'll try to figure that out. And then as I'm figuring it out, I'll ask you questions. And then you sprinkle these details in one at a time. And now I'm getting a little bit better each time I do it versus yeah. before I wanted to try to do all the details and like do it all right and stuff. But I didn't understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So people just take their arm out and I'm like, I feel like I'm losing it. I'm really rolling, but like I'm rolling, doing the wrong thing. Like I needed to be, it's almost like I'm pushing on the hand more mm-hmm. than, or like lifting the elbow. Like, I don't know. It's so, you just hold on to the elbow. Don't let them get it back. It's good advice, Phil. Good advice. Good Kimura advice there. Solid. Elbows. Yep. But what makes sense to me doesn't make sense to other people. Like I, I true. also understand I learn extremely backwards. Yes, like, you do. I don't know why, but everybody I talk to, I say it one well, way. It's because and, you put shit together backwards. Every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> you, If there's two ways to do it, you're going to do it the wrong way first. So just do it the opposite way that you think every it time. It still doesn't work out. I've tried that. <laughs> nah, I've tried that. <laughs> you, you, you mind fucked yourself. Yeah. <laughs> And that doesn't work either. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, learned, I definitely learned backwards though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You do. Um, let's move on. Cause I mean, I love, and I hate to talk about this topic and that's drilling. Mm-hmm. Right. You love the idea of drilling. I do. You don't love drilling. I do love drilling. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. All right. Every time we roll, I drill. Okay. Every time. That's a form of drilling because it's supposed to be like a dance, is what John Donaher says. It's supposed to be like a dance and learning the positions. Mm-hmm. So, in learning the positions, what are we doing whenever we're doing back stuff? 
we're drilling. Doesn't seem that way because we. Yeah, I mean, you tell yourself what you got to tell yourself. Um, Phil, I'm not saying this. This isn't isn't my knowledge. This is John Donaher, possibly the best mind in jujitsu. I ever. think you're once again hearing what you want to hear him say. That doesn't sound like me. And I'm hearing him say another thing. That doesn't sound like me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like I would just configure it in my mind so that he's actually telling me what I'm doing. This is the right thing to do now. See, what's funny is he also says positional sparring is very important. That's like, drilling. and what they do all he the time. He pointed out that that's drilling. Positional sparring is drilling. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they're so good at EBI? Because they positionally sparred in all those positions that, that they well, they're good at all the, the competitions because that's their main focus is winning all of those competitions. Oh, is that all it takes? <laughs> <laughs> so if our main focus is just winning all the competitions, we'll be way better at jujitsu. At the competitions. Okay. I mean, if you're playing towards rule sets, I would imagine, yeah. They don't play towards rule sets. (sighs) Bad. They don't don't positionally spar the the overtime positions? Yeah, of course they do. Because they're the finishing positions Mm -hmm. that they use. Mm -hmm. And they do submission only. Yeah. So they don't play to a rule set. They play to submit. They play to the rule set of submission only. We can agree oh, it's the best rule set. Agree. Totally can agree on that. But that's the rule set. They specifically say you they hate playing that towards. You were totally wrong on that one. Ah, you just yeah, now turned it all around. That, that was that. bullshit. Yeah, that was good though. That was a good save. Because <laughs> they say they hate the other way of playing to the that's rules. True. And they yeah. won't play that one. That's true. They don't play that game. They don't. They play to their they game. They play it. A, now, that's not always true. Because they play it that way at one tournament every two years and that's ADCC they play to the rule set okay do all of them or just I thought it was just Nicky Rod did but I don't know who else is on the team to him it seems like he's a takedown guy and like kind of yeah but the takedowns only count in the last five minutes of regular just don't do anything for five minutes it's just I feel like I'm wrong there too because they do submit people in I feel like Nicky Rod's the only person that like I look at where I'm like is he and and I would assume now he's a lot better than he was before. Oh, of course he is. Yeah. But like when I first looked at that guy, I was you know like just a, he just looks like a meathead. I think he is kind of a meathead, but yeah. I like him. I mean, and Donner even said on that interview, he's like, like you got Gordon Ryan, he could sit there and listen to you for five hours, and then you got Nicky Rod, he's got three, you got three minutes with him, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. But back on your drilling, uh yeah, I think you you like to do the positional stuff, and mm-hmm. that's just how you you play. But you don't like to do, you don't like to drill the. I'm one. a driller. Drillers are killers, Phil. Yeah. I'm a driller. Like I feel like you did this that research tactic where you just kept looking around and you found one person who agreed with you, and you're like, "See, that's obvious." No, yeah, right. That's obviously what I do with everything. <laughs> found somebody who agreed it's with provable. me. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that's the best way to. To like find, I don't know. That's how you're gonna fine tune it, but you don't you don't like to do the learning drilling. How? What do you mean? So so let's break down what what was said, and that was that you know like there's a place for drilling. Um, now w- like with the non-resisting also, opponent. By the way, like when they say open mat, feel free to drill what we did in class. Have you ever seen me drill right away? No. So like, you don't have to take it personal, but like, oh, just don't say you don't love drilling. 
I love drilling. Um, <laughs> and so, so in class, whenever you're drilling the move, and you had to send me this clip, didn't you? The one that said he didn't drill for numbers. That's oh, just stupid. Yeah. yeah. The numbers one. So, but you 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 drill the whole time, right? In class, right? There's plenty of drilling in class, but he said that it sh- the focus shouldn't be on numbers. Which I don't. I mean, I like to get a lot of reps in whenever I'm drilling in class, but I don't think that's at, at the sacrifice of not doing the technique properly. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, I, I f- feel like he, what he said is, you know you and your partner, a good partner is going to give you active feedback on what, what is going on in, in the position. And I think that's something that especially that's why we do seminars together because we give that feedback back well to each other, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I consider that drilling and he, and he was saying, focus on the quality of the drilling and understanding uh, the position whenever it's being taught. Yeah, and I feel like that's something we've always at least attempted to do because there's a lot of times when I'm learning something for the first time, you'll point out I'm doing like two things wrong and I've literally just said, I get it, but like I have to figure out this first part mm. because I'm, I just don't get all of it. So like, mm-hmm. let me just, I'll get it on the next one yeah, yeah. and try to like one at a time improve things. I have to like, I have to have my rough draft. Yeah. Like I, it's just, that's how the first couple of times I do something is terrible and then I try to improve it over time. <laughs> Agree. And I think that's a good, I think that's a good point too, in that you can't be overly corrective, especially if somebody's newer, you know, it's, it's one or two things. Like if they're doing a Kimura, tell them to grab the elbow, you know, they're not going to get any, they're not going to get the details. Right. I mean, sure. If they ask and, and you know, Hey, what's going on there? You can, you can tell them, but it's just, it takes so many times of seeing those. I mean, God knows I've been taught the Mount cross choke 75 times mm-hmm. in different situations and I still suck at it. You know, I'm getting better, but I still suck at it. And, and it's just taken me that long to, to kind of figure out the different steps of it that, that Hodger Gracie's so good at it, you know? So, mm-hmm. so I don't, I think you're right in that, you can't you, you you need to give feedback but you don't need to overly give feedback you know what i mean you got to know your audience yeah you know like if i'm drilling with luke i'm probably going to be looking for more feedback you know luke's one of our brown belts i'm probably going to be looking for more feedback than mm-hmm. i'm going to be giving feedback you know what right. i mean yeah um yeah the only, the only time with that that i'll do something is if like I can very specifically remember John making a big deal out of one of the steps and it seems like it's missing. Yeah. That's like the only, it's never my feedback. Oh no, of course <laughs> not. No, they're better than us. That's um, not. Unless yeah. it's like, well, a good example is like one of the knife things that I had never seen before. He was trying to remember like which way to go and he did like three or four one way and then he did it the other way. And I was like, that's the way, like, you know, like yeah, that yeah, hurts, yeah. like that's the move. Yeah. Um, figuring shit out, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess with the drilling to it, cause I've always struggled to figure out like what to drill. Um, and yeah, through rolling or positional, because I'll do so much positional stuff every time I'm at open mat. Like I'm, I'm starting where I want to start, because mm. um, nobody else cares. So no, I, I know I just pick where I want to go. Um, That's right. 
so I do a lot of positional stuff, which is kind of how I've just figured things out just because like, like you're going to just figure stuff out eventually it's going to click. Um, but like for drilling, I've looked for like drills to do sometimes and I just, I'll have a hard time remembering them. And then thinking like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like I do know what you mean. And I actually like had X, one that X I wanted to stuff do or, you know, things like that, that we've done well, a little was, bit. And then mine I'll, was the side control. Uh, I think I sent that to you. The side, the, how he was, rever- he was moving from side control around to the back, around to side control and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, I, I like, like those, those yes. movements intrigue the, me. I so like, like that. So I guess those would be more movement drills and like, yeah. we're not going to drill a static, um, position so much unless ball, it's something yeah. like totally new, like some yeah, sort yeah. Of sweep or something. Um, but like Luke had a good he's had a couple interesting drills that he's brought up recently. Like he did some different warm ups that I had never seen. And, and he was the Toriando uh, came up last night and he was showing like, he said, you know, he used to do this drill all the time where you're kind of pinning and you're just kind of like one side, other side, one side, and you're going all the way around mm-hmm. and the other person's kind of just like laying down and um, minimal feedback on the bottom and, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like practicing the movement stuff. Like, and we did that for a while with some of the guard passing stuff Jill in the series and, and that Will would go over. Shockingly, it's like the one that I have success with sometimes. So it's like, it always comes back to like, I know that that's not what shocking. I need to do. It's not um, shocking. We had <laughs> private lessons basically for three months on it. So it's like, I, I, I know that that would help and I know it would make me better. And it's just finding that stuff. But I, I don't know. Cause I also seek out things that I want to do. Like when I was working on the Kimura for that stretch, I mean, and I still do it like for half the time when I'm passing the garden, somebody's much better than me. I jump at their elbow mm-hmm. because I'm not going to pass the other way. So yeah. at least make it annoying for them. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think that's important to keep it fun, whatever it is. Like just have fun at jujitsu, right? I mean, you're going to learn if you're having fun, Yeah. you know? And, and I think that's a really good tip is that, Nobody cares at old Matt what position you start in. Like t- if you're working on something, if you're working on, you know, back escapes or taking the back or working on controlling the back, start there. Mm-hmm. Ask them, you know, whatever. They'll do it. Yeah. You know, I think it's a really good tip. Um, and with that, Philly, tell the folks if they choose to do so, how they could support us. Uh, small people can buy a rash guard. Yeah, that's true. Sold one today. Jake, shout out to Jake. Medium? Medium. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, and share the podcast. Yeah, share it, man. And then tell Jeff to do podcasts got... more often. We do this like once a month now. Yeah. 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 And and we've got next week. The Is it next da, week? Da, da, 100th episode. Yeah. What's today's date? So 15, 20 seconds next week. That's what we're doing. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So star studded cast for that mm. podcast. Maybe. Very star studded. I'm excited. <laughs> Me too. Me too. And if you're not out there doing something each and every day to make yourself better, get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jujitsu. We hope you do too. I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. 
Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's, That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll.